Hey guys, Letitia here from Boss the Funk Up and Co-Create Your Best Life. And we've got Jessie Pinault. I hope I'm pronouncing that right, Jessie. Yeah. Yes. Perfect. We've got her on the show today because Jessie is a coach who helps women tap into the superpower of the feminine. And she's got a program, a coach that's coming out again. She coaches women every single day and year. And the program is called what, Jessie, exactly? Reconnect with your inner goddess. Love that. So, Jessie, tell us a little bit about you. You're French. Where were you born? Yes. How did your journey begin? Okay, so a little bit about me. I am born in Quebec, Canada. So my French is Canadian. And my journey would start as, um, I mean, as a coach, I've always had a teacher and the coach inside of me. My first job ever was a gymnastic coach at like 12, 13 years old. And it just never left me. I was always a passionate of the human body. Cool. And so I navigated in actually I did police academy in college you know when you're young and they have you have to like decide a job a career and you're like what am I going to do so I knew I wanted to help people I knew um in some way that I wanted to be powerful Mm. um, but in a good way yeah Yeah. and then in touch with my body and I love the unknown I love the adrenaline so I was also very much in my masculine back then Mm. which is something I'm going to touch on later on but I'd love to hear about that yeah yeah so after graduating in police academy and and then what what was the catalyst i would say was the the traveling then i left and traveled the world and then i never ended up pursuing this career but afterwards i became a personal trainer okay and then just developed this what happened to the police force jenny did did you get get into the police force or no so how it works in quebec it's three years college and then once you complete that, you go to police school where you, you invest. So it's like, okay. I don't know, you have to, to invest a lot of money and then you spend three months there and it's like the army school pretty much where you kind of get tortured and you have to play the game. And then afterwards you can apply to become a police. Okay. So I graduated my college years, but I didn't, I didn't invest it and went into this game. You know, yeah. I kind of went traveling instead and then thank God, because nice. that also, that also shifted my, um, Jesse, where did you go to traveling? And how old were you? So after my college would be a month in Thailand backpacking. That would be 2014. So, I mean, so I finished my college at 19 years old. So that's about 11 years ago. Quite young, yeah. Yeah, and, um, and, but traveling is so, it like, it just expands your soul, you know? I've heard that. Yeah, and it forces you to flow. Can you tell us how, Jesse? How does it do that? How to do that? Is I it mean, because you see a new viewpoint and different cultures? Um, well, okay, so back then, though, back then I had a regular job and I was just taking time off and completely restarting from scratch when I was coming back from traveling. So the, the first time I traveled, I left for one month in Thailand backpacking with friends. And um, yeah, I just, I just absolutely slowed, you know, and it just forces you to slow. But I remember coming back home and like hitting yeah. zero and being like, okay, I need to rebuild my life all over again. Okay. But, um, but then this is when I, I, was, I became a personal trainer. And then I, I was al- always passionate about helping women. I was like, a woman can help a woman better. Okay. You know, I'm a woman. So I understand yeah. a woman's body, woman's hormones. Like, and from personal training, then... Again, I went on traveling in about 2019. This is when I came to Tulum, Mexico for the first time. And this is when I had my little business, like my little office back home, right. personal trainer, coach. And then I just quit everything. And I told everybody, I'm going online now. So I'm only Ooh. online. Nice. And that was very bold move because I didn't have a website. To this day, you know, it's still in construction. But yeah. everything I've ever done was always very organic, very Ooh. conversation to conversation. So what attracted me to actually come in with you on this talk is because the way you approached me and you said, let's just have a casual woman to woman empowering conversation. And just that captivated me. I think that we are aligned, believe it or not. The reason is because you're about tapping into your super femininity and my channel is called Bust the Funk Up. And I've got a very passionate opinion about um, the topic of femininity and also about women being able to be strong while being feminine. And I think we should talk about this. And I'm also very passionate about men speaking on femininity, especially guys like the guy who passed away, the Samuel guy, who used to put a lot of women down who were trying their best. 
Women have mm. gone through trauma, many women, men, women have gone through so much and they're doing the best that they can. If we can facilitate and help them to evolve, grow and tap into the femininity and strength, then why not? Oh yeah, 100%. Like that, that is technically my mission just because I was leading my life so much more from a masculine yeah. um, side. You know, we all have the yin and the yang inside mm -hmm. of us. Like these are two universal powerful forces, the masculine, the feminine, and it's a, an eternal dance between the two. But also I know that a lot of the women I coach are obviously attracted to me. And, you know, usually who you coach is like kind of you if you step yes. back or, or you in the past, but you've overcame that. So you can completely relate to them and then kind of help them faster and like give the them the community that's live. What Jesse is saying is that the pain that you've been through, whatever you've gone through is how you can help people. Um, how you can help people. For example, if I've gone through overwhelm when it comes to business, which I did, now I help people get gain clarity and not be overwhelmed. So tune in for this episode to see what Jessie's saying. She helps women. Jessie, I want to take it right to the start. So you, yes. you say that you were in your masculine energy, and we both believe that there's feminine and masculine in the world, dark, light, feminine, masculine, up, down. My question to you is what made you think that you were more in your feminine? Question one. Yep, start there if possible. So you mean what made me think that I what was more? What made you realize or know or think that you were more in your feminine, more um, in your masculine? Yeah, that I was more in my masculine. Yeah, just like and it's it's technically I realized that like in this past year, you know, like oh wow, I Ooh. was leading my life all this time, such in the masculine because and also I was attracting so much more like feminine men. So it's just so funny how, okay. um, because what I was putting out as well like. Yeah, it was also always that like alpha female. That so every woman has an inner warrior, right? The I can do it all, I can be it all. I don't need anybody. So I was kind of always in that attitude and in that mindset. But even with the men that I would be intimate with, you know, even with the men I would date, so they needed to be like really like up there, really a king. Love that. To be, yeah, to like sweep me off my feet, you know. But in the end, I just realized that yeah, I just needed to first, once you really connect to your inner power and your femininity, you understand that this is this like as female, as women, like our femininity, this, this is like how we should lead our life because this is first of all, why we're here. And also I, I feel like since having a son, since having a baby, since I created life with my body, you also really understand how much more powerful you are after having been through this miracle like i've heard that the, from people who've had children yeah the entire thing the entire journey is a true miracle and then you know once you experience something you speak from like i believe wisdom is a combination of experience and knowledge yeah so once you have the knowledge and the experience then mm. you can speak from wisdom so um yeah. so now looking back at all these days yeah where i was just like constantly trying to prove like Competing with, competing with guys and just trying to prove people all the time, you know? I was not leading from a place of desire. It was almost like to prove people wrong. Okay. And leading life in your feminine is this with slow, with ease, with grace, with beauty, and with desire. What does my heart desire? Like my soul wanted to be, or just the fact that I went into ISVB competition. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you saw, but I have it. Oh, yeah fitness journey and yeah. just that sport in general like is very masculine i mean you know lifting weights is is being in our masculine and don't get me wrong we need this beautiful internal balance mm -hmm. women to to make to be goal oriented and to make mm -hmm. our dreams happen yeah. we need that masculine but i was really unbalanced yeah, yeah. so i was just Jessie. unbalanced yeah. I hear you on every point. Now, in yeah. the world of um, we've got a monetary system in place and unfortunately people have to work to make money, they have to hustle, we've got this culture. If women don't, for most women, they're not fortunate enough and we're going um, we're gonna to go deeper in this, but they're not fortunate enough to be able to relax and tap into their femininity and you're going to show them how. But a lot of women like myself growing up, we had to hustle, we had to pay the bills and we didn't have any support systems. And on top of that, many women had to go through um, sexual abuse or, for example, people constantly hitting on them, that made you, that made me guard up my femininity to the my public because I want to repel them rather than attract them. You might be somewhat attractive. Now, imagine you're going to be tapping into your super femininity. You're going to attract more, you know, attention that you don't want. 
might sound narcissistic TikTok, but it's not. So do you understand where I'm coming from, from that angle? 100%. Listen, I, I've been there, like the, cool. the wanting to repel. Yeah, because femininity and masculinity, like the, it's like, yeah, two magnets, right? So like a North Pole and South Pole. So of course, and then two magnets, when it's North and South, they're completely magnetized to each other. And if you put North, North, they're repelled by each other, of mm -hmm. course. So when I was in police, I was always in like male dominant, like, yeah. you know, school or even friends back then. Um, I was just, I had a lot of like sisterhood wounds. So like I was just more comfortable around men, but yeah, constantly turn, tuning down my femininity, of course. Because sure. yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally What's your relate opinion, to you. Jesse? I'll oh, sorry to interrupt you. Before we go deeper and deeper into the layers and like the layers of femininity, What's your opinion on femininity in animals? Because I've got four female cats and Lily is the more dominant one. She's more like, she's just chilled, more dominant. Billions is the more, you know, cuddly one that one would say more feminine. Lola mm -hmm. is completely feminine. And then you've got the fourth one, Lucy, who's like me, a tomboy in between, feminine and masculine. You don't know what the hell she is. This, this conversation appeals to the non-binary community. Um, my siblings non-binary. It appeals to me because I've had discrimination about whether I'm feminine or dominant. And we want to know your perspective. So when it comes to animals, since we're all beings and we're all spiritual here, how does this equate, Jesse? So um, just like everything, every being, everything has some feminine, masculine energy. So what I would say is, and I'm actually just like reading more about that. Yeah. I don't know if you know David Data, David Data's work. So no. this knowledge, this knowledge is really recent from David Data's okay. work. He talks a lot about polarities and mm. our natural sexual essence. And what is it that we're like our our native sexual essence is what we're gonna naturally be putting out there. But once you're conscious about it, you can then decide to repel or attract. Mm. You can then Got decide it. to turn it up, turn it down. Yeah. So natu naturally we're gonna be in general, women are more uh, feminine, natural cool. essence, like feminine, and and men are more masculine. But obviously, nowadays, you know, there's female that are also more masculine, uh, oh, sexual essence. Yeah. And there's also men that are more feminine essence. But then the opposite will always attract, or whatever you put out is what you're gonna magnetize. The opposite. And um, in animal, what I would say is exactly it would be like their sexual, um, their nat their natural like sexual essence, like their natural essence that. Is it more feminine or more masculine? But you got it right when you say, yeah. oh, this one's more nurturing. So yes, she's more feminine. The other one's more dominating. She's more masculine. Even though they're all females, they have both energies inside of them. And um, there's also more neutral. So there's more feminine. There's And, you know, there's like the extremes and there's all in in. In the I, I think you touched, um, you made a logical point when you said the word conscious. Um, when you are yes. conscious of what you want to be, then you can attract it more. You can be more aligned with it. For example, if you, she's going to, Jess is going to talk about the benefits of tapping into your super femininity as a cisgender woman, right? Tapping into your femininity, the benefits. But I think that whatever you choose, well, you can attract more of it and you can tap into the benefits. And yes, animals are neutral. They are non-binary. And sometimes you can see more feminine or more masculine qualities in animals. And we can go deep into is that a society construct that we call it masculinity or femininity. All right, Jesse. So last week I was at the um, gym. No offense to anybody watching this, but I get inspiration from everywhere I go. I was at the gym. I had a few white hairs on top of my hair. And the owner goes, oh, doll, you should color your hair. you got a few white hairs. It's quite offensive, actually. How come men can have a whole head of white hairs, but nobody says anything? Then somebody else, and God bless you if you're watching, but it's inspiration. Then somebody else that I don't know, that I'm not interested in. And as a feminine woman, I know how to guard myself and protect myself from liability and risk. That means when he offered to pay for my tickets to come to the United States, I politely declined. Because I know that offering for my tickets when you fancy me and you mention the word date is potentially going to put me in a situation that I'd want to avoid. So I calmly said no, and he said, you should be more feminine. Sorry, but I'm extremely feminine, and I appreciate my man looking after me, me looking after my chosen man in private. So I've got yeah. a strong viewpoint that these men that want to speak on femininity need to be put in their place at some point or another, and I'm happy to speak on that. What's your opinion mm -hmm. on the situations I had last week? So unlike your gym situation, first of all, um, 
this is just like my point of view and what I teach all of my women clients, like whatever people say and do is just a reflection of them. So, you know, personally, I always do my best to look for beauty everywhere, look for love everywhere, like look for abundance everywhere. And this is what I attract because this is what I'm looking out for. So, um, so whenever, if someone would ever make a comment like that to me, I would actually just be like, mm, like send them love, you know, that would be my like, because only hurt people hurt, you know, so, so to well be honest, it, yeah, so don't even like think about it Love more that. than, yeah, I would not even so think more. Jesse would, yeah. TikTok, Jesse would retaliate or respond to that comment with love in her head she wouldn't even respond the way i didn't respond that day but in my head i internalized it didn't feel good but she'll send loving vibration energies because as we both yeah. know it's their own projection their personal bias that they're projecting yeah exactly exactly and i also just like when we speak masculine feminine you know when we speak about the universal forces of all that is right the feminine is like all that is and is the being and the feeling and everything we feel is so real and the masculine is just the light and the presence and the awareness of what is so let's say you tap in your masculine and you're like okay so let's say you get this comment right and you're like mm, that doesn't feel good like i'm feeling i'm feeling the same but then you can be in your masculine and, or you know turn on your masculine and just be the awareness that look at this emotion and not decide to not be this emotion and also yeah choose to respond with kindness and love but yeah. it's obviously all of a process. The more conscious we become, uh, it's a practice. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Become the observer is really the key. Become the observer and let emotions flow. Don't don't get caught up in the emotions, guys. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Just but, be, yeah. But we got we got to feel to heal. So you got to heal, feel to heal. Heal. That's yeah. A big deal because many of us don't heal. Tell us a little bit about feeling to heal. So, you know, there's this big thing about healing now, like everyone wants to heal, everyone needs yeah. to do the healing work. I mean, this healing work is never ending because all it is really is to feel. It's to allow the emotions to feel because, and that's another thing I was doing back, back then in my masculine is we, we don't acknowledge our feelings. So we're like, I'm stronger than this. I'm stronger than this feeling or I'm stronger than that situation. So we just, but every emotions we're not feeling and honoring and letting pass through like let's say if anger wants to come up it needs to come up and we need to release it in a healthy way because if we don't then this is what we store it somewhere in the body and then this is when this ease in the body arises and then it just, it so just when gets we don't worse feel worse. our feelings when we don't feel our feelings for those who are new to it it gets stored in our body energetically and it can manifest disease guys so if that means 10 minutes a day going in your room feeling your feelings if you're angry, sad, emotional, feel it. It's okay. And then just becoming observers and letting it go, right? Yeah. You got Hashtag it. Hashtag work. Cool. And um, Jesse, <laughs> so when did you first come across, you know, when did your own spirit, when did your own journey towards um, tapping into your own feminine start, feminine energy start? Talk us through that. Um. I remember, so that would be when I, obviously when I started traveling and stuff, but when I started becoming conscious that I needed to work on my feminine wound, that I was like, ooh, I'm a, a wounded feminine. But I knew deep down, I was like, I'm such a feminine woman. Like I am craving the most masculine men and like, and divine masculine and I am divine feminine. So I was like, I need my, my perfect mask. But what I was putting out there and my actions were all led by masculine and it's just because our masculine is our safety, is our container, yeah. right? So this is also what makes us feel safe. And the feminine is surrendering and just, yeah, just being and surrendering. So um, when I realized, okay, I would say actually a girl, I remember having a girl-to-girl -girl conversation and telling her about some guys that I was going on dates with and stuff. And he told me, wow, you really need, I was also back then in a the mode of like, you know, he doesn't need to pay for the date, but like, I'll just say 50-50 like as long as we pay each 50 50 and she's like oh you need to work on your feminine she's like you need to learn how to receive and i was like i need to work on my feminine and and also she was like what do you do for to connect with your feminine so it was coming from a girl actually over at dinner and i was like uh, what do what you do I? what did she, what did she do so back then i was like what should i be doing i mean i'm a girl you know i like i do my hair i do makeup like so also at the end of the day everything is about intention right so yeah. For every woman in the world, connecting to their femininity could mean whatever it means to them. Yeah. So 
So I, re- I don't remember what it was for her, but what I started doing is practicing yoga. So just doing, I was doing fitness and instead of going out for runs and putting stress on my body, I was then doing an activity that was more aligning my body and, you know, softer on my body. Um, also, so you were dense. doing something that made you feel more tem- feminine and made you tap into your feminine. It's all mind, you know, what you think you manifest, you create. So yoga, doing things like that made her feel good rather than constantly squatting hardcore in the gym, which I can appreciate and understand. Cool. Exactly. Exactly. So just finding, because everything is like, you can see what is yang and what is yin. Yeah. So um, just anything also artistic is very feminine. So just getting in touch with any form of art, singing, dancing, painting, drawing, <laughs> you know, so, so, and back then I was like, Oh, I'm the worst creative person. I'm not creative at all. And like, okay. you know, creativity comes from our sacral chakra and, yeah. Just, yeah. So okay. So yeah. we see we see the world as we are, not as not as it is. It's all a projection. So this is your reality, and this is um how you're helping people tap into the feminine energy, and you're not the only person out there. Um, my question to you is: since tapping into your feminine energy, what do you think has changed, and how do you protect yourself now as a feminine when you go out against people who might want to crack onto you? harass you you know little things you don't want someone to you know pursue you do you have a Marilyn Monroe kind of vibe what do you do um I would totally say that it depends so much it depends of of what of where of I'll be honest with you like when I go on stroller walk with my baby boy and all the workers finish around sunset like I am not making myself cute you know I'm not yeah, wearing booty please. I'm not wearing booty shorts and like top. I'm just wearing a boyfriend t-shirt and like huh. I want to be unnoticed, you know, I just want to walk in. So you've got different ways of like protecting yourself. Yeah. 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 And like, I mean, you know, um, totally. Yeah. Also when yeah. I was back in police Academy, I remember like not wearing makeup to school, just a women that stop wearing makeup, some stop doing the feminine thing, you know, like stop kind of taking care of herself yeah. in a way. Um, we're just kind of, yeah. Letting go of that feminine power. Femin- femininity is beauty. You know, it's yeah. radiance. Yeah. And I want to say something on my behalf. Um, I want to contribute to the world. So there's a lot of women out there who are tapped into their feminine, but on the outside, they might sometimes in the business world have to put on a facade or, you know, um, tap into their alter ego. It's not even an alter ego. We're multidimensional beings with multiple sides to our personality like me. Um, so it doesn't mean that a strong woman doesn't have a feminine side. Sometimes they do, but it's exclusively reserved for her chosen partner where she feels safe, secure, loved and where she's attracted to him not with everybody so that's the case for me and if it's a case for me it's a case for many people but as jesse mentions sometimes women are struggling with femininity for example you know they struggle with receiving whether it's touch being seen sexuality paying 50 50 not feeling worthy of someone looking after them so that's where she comes into the picture now jesse yeah did you have anything to say yeah, like you just touched on sexuality and, and then, because you, you asked me earlier, how did you know you were more in your masculine? So about two years ago, I went to this workshop, Introduction to Energetic Love Making, and that was such a catalyst wow. because she was talking again about polarities, masculine and feminine, and the feminine is all about receiving, masculine is all about giving, and how, you know, in sex, like we are like the flower that needs to like soften up and open up, and we need to like our heart needs to be open so that our yoni can open and soften up and be all juicy yeah. for this man. And I like, and then I was like, wow, my entire sex life, I was in my masculine because I was always the giver of the men. Like I was always giving a show, giving the man his best time because I thought this is what I had to do to be good in bed. And I thought that's what I had to do to like, you know, like, yeah. And guess what? That's that. society. That's mainstream porn industry. So it's not your fault yeah. or anybody's fault. Yeah. So this is definitely something that I teach my woman now to not do the same mistake and to also just be like, hey, like you are heaven. Like just be like, welcome to heaven. And that's fantastic. Spoil me. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think if we ever talk about this subject um, together, or with anybody else, I think we should lead with sexuality because the sexuality part is what's going to win the debate and get anybody to notice that yes the feminine and masculine is different and that is where you can see the biggest difference women do need time to soften up and open up and healthy women need to feel safe it is traumatized women or women with potentially there's different issues it could be abandonment daddy issues that might want to please and chase 
So I feel you on that. And how did that yeah. change you? And I don't want to get too personal because I believe each person's sex life is their sex life. But how do you help um, women um, be comfortable in letting go and receiving? Is it all about finding the right man first and stopping the casual intimacy? Mm. So it really depends. Because, so because what I've been doing for the past two years is really just group coaching. Yeah. Yeah. So I have, you know, time is more limited with a new baby. And um, I feel like I can serve and impact more, but it also is a bit less intimate, right? Yeah. Less one-on-one, less deep, like it's, it's more group and more generic a bit. But, um, and the reconnect with your inner goddess, what we do is we go through each chakra. So, so, you know, we work from the root to the crown, which at the end, they embody their inner goddess. But we touch on sexuality and sensuality only in the sacral chakra. So it's, so it's like, obviously, I just give them all the knowledge, give them all the tools, and then we do integration throughout the week. Um, and I just hope, because I feel like I'm, I've always been this coach that there's so many subjects, there's so many things I want to empower them with. You know, sexuality is one of them, but also mm-hmm. financial abundance. Like the more good oh. women, the more healthy, good women on the planet have more money, the better the world, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. So there's so many yeah things I want to teach. Do you yeah. have one technique or one tip for financial abundance? Is it your affirmations that I am wealthy, abundant? Is it taking action? Is that what? Oh, I've watched your TikTok actually. I I love that affirmations the affirmations you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, so I would say, listen, yeah. Thoughts, anything that so anything that we want to manifest in this reality needs to start with a thought. Right. So that's like oh. the conception, the conception yeah. of a manifestation comes with a thought. Mm-hmm. So and then you bring this thought throughout your channels of energy and then you manifest it in this 3D reality. So it needs to start as a thought. And then the more you become aware of your thoughts, conscious of your thoughts, then this is how you become a pro manifester. Because if you're able to speak your thoughts, then right there and you're bringing the invisible to the visible, you know, to so here. Everything starts with a thought. Think about the thought and then. And then bring it down to this. So you're bringing the un- the invisible to the visible. Okay. So write your thoughts down or speak write your, your thoughts down and speak your thoughts. Which in, in reality affirmations, but affirmations are thoughts. Love you know, that. so because you said affirmations, yeah, yeah. So because every thought you think is an affirmation, but really yeah. create those affirmations of your heart's desires, your soul expansion, and then write them down and speak them up. Definitely, mm. that's that's number one. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Um, how has life changed? How has life changed for you since becoming a femininity coach? And um, how have you seen the changes in your own life since um, incorporating these changes in your life? How does it feel? Mm. How did you touch your partner, by the way? Tell us the story. Oh, uh, so well, for all the single ladies out there, Jesse. Yeah, the funny thing. Hey, listen, I was actually in Australia um, with a relationship. And then that relationship didn't work out and um, we both loved each other, but we knew we were kind of incompatible. So then I flew to Tulum and I remember flying with the mindset of like, I'm going to work on my business and no man. And then a few months later, I meet my partner. And the funny thing, it's the first time in my life that happened. It was so magnetic, so magnetic. I could, so, you know, when we talk about the two magnets that are like very, so it was very extreme. And we were very magnetic because I remember all my friends thinking, like, he's not your type. Like, he's not the typical guy you would date. What was he like? What's he like? So typical guys would be more like, you know, bodybuilder look. And then my boyfriend was more like this artist, like photographer. Yeah, he was like, and very like, so it's funny because it's like, okay, you know, when I said I was dating more feminine men, they all had this, uh, they they all had this shell of masculine looking, but really into beauty which mm-hmm. being in beauty is beautiful. I love beautiful men. But um, it's just a facade. Exactly. Because, exactly. And um, they say my, my, uh-huh, and my man is like a photographer. And so he's an artist. So he's more in his feminine love when it. he gets to work and he's creative. But is he masculine? Like, so that's like, so exactly. So he just attracted my like natural feminine essence, you know, that was, and I just remember thinking like, this is so magnetic. Like I cannot, like this is incredible. And it was kind of, my mind couldn't make sense of it. And three months later I was pregnant. So your your heart was attracted. That's it. That's exactly what it was. And we just both trusted in love. We got lost in love and then got pregnant. And here we are like not even two years later with a baby boy and 
yeah. what country were you in? When, what country were, did you guys meet in? So we met in Tulum, Mexico. Oh wow! And cool. he's he's from Miami. I'm from Canada. So we just decided to have our son here. So we had our son actually right here in this awesome. room. <laughs> yeah. Um, how was motherhood for you? You look so natural in motherhood, walking around holding baby. It just looks good on you. It's motherhood wow, yeah. hard. What's it like so far? Okay, if I speak from true honesty, like the pregnancy was easy and the labor and the birth, I had prepared so much for it that it just, it just came as a plan, but it is labor, it is work. Um, yeah. And I, I suggest to all women, just get educated on the subject. Like people research oh. so many stupid things, but when it comes to giving birth, trust hospitals, when yeah. in reality, we should trust divine intelligence. So we get 100%. pregnant and this baby gets formed and everything happens. Divine intelligence is running the show. And suddenly when it gets time to giving birth, we're just like, oh no, I'm not going to trust my body now. I'm going to trust a doctor. Um, when these, I agree. Like, yeah. yeah, and mo most, of these, most of these doctors also like never even attended a real life birth in nature or at home. So it's like they don't even know the process of a natural birth. And it is so damn magical. Like, yeah, I have no words to express. Did you give like, birth on Instagram live, hun? No, I don't. No, okay, tell us I, what happened. Yeah, so I, so I posted, though, my real, like, raw birth story footage. Like, you see my Ooh. son coming out. Like, yeah, so it's on my Instagram page. I'll send it to you after. Love that. We're going to um, share it on our YouTube yeah. video up there in the corner. Um, yeah. So what happened? Just pics up before and after, and it was in water, wasn't it? You gave birth in water. Yeah, so we had, I had my midwife. I had my doula, and so I had my Ooh. team. And I just pretty much labored for an overnight on the Saturday night by myself. And like, I was telling my boyfriend, like, I'm okay. I'm just like figuring this out. It's, it's hard, but it's okay. Yeah. Um, and then on the Sunday, then my team came, they checked me, they're like, you're having your baby today. And then I lost, I broke my water at about 1 PM. My son was born at 4. So at like 2.30 PM, I was in the bird pool. It's all inflated. It's all padded. The water is warm. It's a, I'm a big ambassador of the bird pool. Ladies, if you're going to give okay. birth, make sure you make sure in the bird pool. In the, the baby does not drown in the water pool when it's coming out? No. And then the funny they thing are, is... They're in fluid. They're in I fluid. Know. Yes. And then the head comes out. And the funny thing is, like, the head is out. And then you have to wait until the next contraction. So sometimes you're, like, the head is out for, like, four minutes. And you're just waiting. For, and I was like, this head can't be in the water that long. But these are all things that you want to educate yourself before so that the day of labor and birth is, like, peaceful. You want safety and you want peace. This is this is the cocktail for I'm, a perfect. I'm a, very, I'm a very curious person. So if the head of the baby is in the water for four minutes, is it not breathing in? So because you know the entire nine months in the womb, he's surviving with the placenta, right? The placenta is okay. making baby breathe, eat, and filtering everything. So he's still attached to the placenta. Oh. So, so and then it's kind of gone for its nose or mouth. Yeah, it's pretty much when then we come, we he gets fully out and then we take him out of the water. You know, it's, some baby also takes a little while to like start crying and like cool. kind of realize the transition. Yeah, so girl, are you planning to have babies? No, I'm not yet, but I've got one more question about that topic. The yes, nostril, yes. does the water not go in the baby's nose when it's in the water? I don't know. I don't know what happened. Huh. I think actually, you know, they're like they're inside the womb for like nine months, right? So I think they're like full of mucus all That's over awesome. like their, their their lungs are full their things are like yeah you know they're swallowing their poop and the liquid the amniotic liquid for nine months so like they pee in there they, yeah guess what as you said this is the organic way of giving birth for centuries not just water as in the child is in the woman's womb it's not like suffocating through the nose it's natural good on you for doing it the natural way yeah. it's interesting yeah, yeah. It's, it's such a must such a must to, for the new earth babies and for the new earth, you know, that we all desire and this heaven on earth that we all want, like, this is, this is the way to bring these child into the world. Like, love is what made these child and then love, oh. bringing it into love and this environment, this is what's needed. Yeah. Like, big advocate. Bring a child, definitely. Energies, everything, environments, everything. And no, Jesse, I don't have a, any plans to have a child yet because I also believe in, you know, love, security, stability. Um, had a couple of good relationships when I was younger, but we weren't compatible um, at that age of 22, 23. Good guys, my best friends still. Um, it's funny how sometimes, you know, I believe in soul tribe. You can meet someone in this world 
and it's not meant to be your partner. That's okay. Don't be resentful. But it, maybe it was your brother in a previous life if you believe in that. These days, what I'm looking for is someone who is in touch with their feminine. I really appreciate that. Um, I like someone intuitive, intelligent. I like some go a goal-oriented person. Um, and that's it. I'm not on any dating apps. I'm not doing anything like that just because I'm busy. But secondly, um, I don't find anything attractive just by swiping on a photo. I need more than that. Same, you know, same. Hard. 100%. Yeah. And when you said goal oriented, a divine masculine men, it's just like divine masculinity is all about purpose and Love goal that. orientation. And 100%. divine, yeah, divine femininity is about like surrendering. And so, divine feminine, our gift is to be loved. We are love, and our gift is to give and receive love freely and openly. And the divine masculine is to provide us that like security, that safety. But the thing is, nowadays, obviously, we, our society has evolved from the dependence, you know, like the women that depend on men and the men that depend on women for like family and money. And then we grew into this, like female developed their inner warrior and male developed their inner goddesses. So like male are more, like males don't need female for anything and females don't need males for anything. I don't believe that. But, mm. but then what that creates, though, is more like neutral relationships. So there's not that like that sexual passion. Like it's not mm. that magnetic because we're kind that. of... Yeah, we're neutralizing ourselves. So that's when you get more in touch with, okay, understanding feminine masculine and understanding how you can magnetize or demagnetize. And <laughs> yeah. that makes the masculine also feel good. 100%. Yeah. Exactly right. The masculine is confused these days because of um, the tribal women that unfortunately think they're doing the right thing by saying, hey, no, it's okay, I'll pay my own bill. And I will pay my own bill if I'm going out with a friend that I'm not interested in because I don't want to take advantage of someone who likes me that I know I'm not going to date. So it's not that I'm not aware of it. It's just that I'm trying to do them a favor. But if I've always said this, and I don't say this out loud to the guy, but if I like a guy, it's very important that he courts me. That's always been important to me. Court me because if you don't, I'm going to be turned off. Yeah. If you want to know why, join her program and figure it out. And that's the <laughs> femininity that looks dominant. See? I want to tell you something else, Jesse. So for a little while, when I was going through, I have anxiety, I'm a high-functioning, anxious person, right? Something I'm working with. I don't take enough time off to meditate, um, mm -hmm. but I'm trying to, and that's okay. That's my journey. Um, when, you're, when you're an intuitive person and when you've gone through your own journey as a human being, sometimes you have self-doubt, like any normal, non-narcissistic human. In my moments of self-doubt, I'd listen to every single person out there, and there's a lot of videos and stuff out there, and sometimes when they talked about femininity or sacred sexuality, I felt inadequate. But listening to everything that you say, honestly, the more you get older and step into your own truth, I feel like I've always been in touch with my femininity and everything that I do is justified. You know, I know how to receive in a relationship. I know how to be exclusive with my sexuality, sacred. There's all these things that tick, tick, tick. So guys, and this is what I'm trying to say. If you're out there listening to all these videos out there and all these various coaches, don't let every single opinion bring you down and make you feel broken like there's something wrong with you. Maybe you're actually okay. Maybe you're actually okay. It's just a little thing that you need to work on. Do you know what I mean, Jenny? Jesse? Uh, yes, yes, yes. 100%. I mean, like, that's another thing. When I, when I, I'm aware now that I was really my masculine back then because I was all about doing. Yeah. So, and the feminine, so the masculine is about doing and the feminine is about being. Mm. so and it's a forever dance right between the two and sometimes when we have goals to crush it's okay to be more in our masculine until this, this goal yeah. achieves and the balance will happen after this and then we'll just be more in our feminine for a little bit you know so it doesn't yeah. need to be necessarily on a daily basis you can you can dance between the two but so, it's when when you're aware of it you know then you can just ensure that you have that that dance going and that balance when you're aware of it exactly and i like and i appreciate how you said you can you know, sometimes if there's an urgent situation, a car is coming towards your child and you need to act, act. But yeah. then you can come back and know it's not all about doing and whatever else. Yeah. 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 And, you know, we're, we're human beings, not human doings. So that's one of my yeah. mantra on my vision board. The less I work, the more I, the, the less I work, the more I make. So okay. the less I'm doing, because mm -hmm. when we're just so busy doing, 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 you can't actually receive, like, you know, messages, insights. Like, our consciousness is constantly trying to reorganize and save energy for energy efficiency. So only, yes, when we sit in meditation, in silence, when we rest, then can our consciousness, you know, 
do the triage and the organization and the cleaning and the and then you have these downloads, these universal 100%. downloads or these ideas that are just like ah, like these aha moments are just like little enlightening moments mm. that your brain literally just did a cleanup and did oh okay yeah. i'm just integrating this and this can be so much better so much easier because life is all about e like when you're truly in alignment you, it just feels easy and flowy and obviously there's always a contrast of life right like what is what is joy if you haven't experienced pain like so what is bliss if you haven't experienced rock bottom <laughs> or exactly. well if you haven't experienced being poor like you to fully experience something is to to be in the contrast and um but yeah so i don't remember life we is a journey and um yes. i agree with what jesse just said jesse yesterday i was in the car driving and um you know i'm in the online world you know e-commerce brand digital marketing podcast youtube it's a lot of work to do um but i'm multi-passionate so i want to do it you know i just want to do it i like being active um but I was aware in the car that I'm not having enough time to be creative. I need to make space for downloads. I need to make space to get really clear on my audience. Um, so what Jesse says about making space to receive is actually a fact. And if you're, if you make, if you actually take a second, you'll, you'll realize that. So definitely making space is so important, but I also appreciate everybody out there who there's a moment in your life where you have to grind. Okay. You're getting evicted. For example, you just got to work. You don't have time to make space this week. You're getting kicked out on Sunday. So we appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. And just a tip because we are all living such busy lives and yes, we're all, you know, so many of us are just like trying to do their best and just like hustling and grinding and um, just five minutes. Like that's what I start with my clients. Cause Love most of that. them are like, most of my clients are like, I can't meditate, I can't sit with myself, or I don't have the time, or blah, blah. So I just tell them five minutes, sit in silence, and close your eyes. Just closing our eyes shuts down 90% of information that comes in our brain. So yeah. we get overloaded, over, like, we get overloaded daily of information. So just closing our eyes shuts down 90% of that. So five minutes, eyes closed, put a timer on your phone, and yeah, just five minutes. Love minutes. that. So to the TikTok audience um, watching, Jesse said, just five minutes, close your eyes, take a little break and rest and let that, whatever you want, creativity, whatever mindfulness come to you. That's true. Yesterday I was feeling overwhelmed or the day before I was stressed. And I just said, five minutes is cool. And I just relaxed for five minutes. Nothing came to me because it wasn't long enough for me, but it was nice just to relax for five minutes. Yeah. Absolutely. Where are yeah, you like, I mean, where are you guys living? We're living in Tulum, Mexico. Oh, wow. Is life more yeah. relaxing there? Less financial stress there or not necessarily? Um, it's a pretty expensive place to uh -huh. live, but um, it's like, you know, it's like the place in the world right now where like it's kind of hot for people to come and it's really touristy. Um, but definitely for a little bit, the amount of money that we spend, our lifestyle is a lot better and nicer than it would be if we would live in Miami, for example. For sure. You know? So, okay. um, I so thought it's it was like, something like Bali. That's why I asked you. I thought it might be as cheap as Bali. That's obviously not, right? Maybe other places in Mexico, but Tulum, uh -huh. Tulum is like the hot spot. Yeah. Um, give, us women, give us women a tip, Jesse. If we want to move to go to Bali or Mexico, how do we do this? Yeah. So that's a great question because I get asked that all the time. <laughs> how did you do it? And, you know, all my stuff is at my mom's in Canada. So obviously it helps to have family or friends that can kind of store your stuff. And I just book a flight ticket and I just had two, mm -hmm. two big bags with me. I flew to Tulum. I was yeah. staying at a friend for two months and from Tulum, I flew to Australia. Then I stayed with that guy mm -hmm. I was dating at the time. And from Australia, I did a yoga teacher training in Bali. Again, I flew with these bags. Like I was always buying and minimizing and then traveling with my bags and being so minimalistic and you know what the the more we get rid of things in this physical world the, the more we liberate ourselves so you know yeah. earlier how i i talked about the crown chakra and the consciousness yeah. which to bring things in manifestation it starts with a thought this is the conception and it comes down our energy channels our chakras and then it comes into manifestation into this reality so whatever is in this reality physical and that we're attached to the more we release these attachments the more we liberate ourselves this is the current upward the liberating current so the lighter we feel the the, the freer we become yeah so 
I just literally traveled like this with my bags and then I went to Bali, went back to Australia, stayed in Australia. From Australia, I flew to Tulum and I just, I just got booked Airbnbs all over. Airbnbs are the way to go now. Like there's no excuses. Airbnbs have like towels and beddings and everything you need. Airbnb traveling. Yeah. Or even Airbnb. Like, whatever you want to do. Yeah. 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 Like, and nowadays, like there's so many different things, but Airbnbs, I always felt safe personally with Airbnbs and, you know, there's and, yeah. like, with like verified hosts and stuff like that. Cause also sometimes traveling as a single girl, you know, you just want that to feel that safety, but totally. I, I have my bag, Airbnbs, flights. So I tell people to do it, just fly. And then, and then be in your feminine, you need to be in your feminine to flow, <laughs> to, to be adaptable. Uh, you know how you have your baby now and you love your baby. You would never abandon your baby. Um, I've got four cats and I feel a responsibility for my cat and I love my cats. And um, I would not abandon them to a new house because I know they feel uncomfortable. Now, no, cats are independent creatures that eventually um, that eventually move on. But I'm not too sure about that. So hence why I can't tra just travel. Last week, I wanted to go to the United States. I would have gone to live in, ba live in Bali. There's a couple of options. You could find a beautiful, loving foster carer. But this is one attachment that's holding me down, unfortunately, you know. And I also appreciate that at some point in my life, I needed my cats. Yeah, 100%. Hey, like our animals are our babies. And this is the reason why I'm not getting an animal because I wow. want to remain free. And it's a constant battle that I have because I fostered a dog here in Tulum during a hurricane. And then giving it back after fostering it, I, it was aching my heart so much. And the girl was like, you, you can adopt it. And I was like, oh, I really want to. But I was like, I also want to remain free. Yes. Because I want to be able to pack up and go with my son. I can still do that. You know, I can still pack Absolutely. up and go wherever. That's a great so, point to have. Yeah, yeah, and you know what? Like attachment is the devil of the crown chakra. It is the the demon, not the devil, but wow. it is the, the what? Sorry, attachment is so. Let's say each chakra have. Let's say our root chakra um, is fear, right? Like the the demon of the root chakra is fear. So the demon of our crown chakra is attachment. Okay. Whenever we're not able to let go, let go, because yeah, but I I feel you for that. You get I it, but you're saying it is attachment is the deep, the fear of the crown chakra. It, yeah, it's like the demon yeah. of the crown chakra. Yeah, it's something that like blocks it from being okay. fully open, active, flowing. Yeah. And I guess on a positive law of attraction manifestation note, if you really do want to travel and you love your beloved pets, you can manifest finding an absolute animal lover who can look after your pet. So anything is possible if you put the thought out there and take some mindful action, true? And you can get rid of the fear. 100%, 100%, yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. So like, just, you just yeah. tap, tap into your heart's desires. So it, let's say right now, if you have the desire to travel yourself, you know, and you're like, oh, I wish I would travel, but I have my cat. Yeah. Tap, tap into your heart's desires, write, write these thoughts down. Yeah. Your dreams and wishes, like write them down and speak yeah. from a place Speak them, write them, journal about them, think about them, and speak from a place of I desire versus I want because wanting, is, yeah, because wanting is coming, is sending the vibration of need is, and um, lack. Yeah, so we don't want, we don't want anything. We desire, which is like, it has, has a completely different vibration. Yeah. Raise the vibration. I desire rather than I want, which is got this needy, I don't have vibration. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. what Jesse said just made me realize that I don't want traveling enough because if I did, I'd be making it happen. Um, I really don't. I'm going to go for a holiday for two weeks and get my sibling to look after the cats. And um, if I ever do want to move to a country that I fall in love with, well, then we know what to do next. Hey, I have a friend that yeah. has been traveling from Canada to Portugal to Tulum and she's flying with her cat. You're joking. Her cat, her cat is like 17 years old. Um, <laughs> can you Tag us on Instagram with her yeah. because I got someone I else in the United States who'd be interested in Beautiful. that. That's awesome. Is the cat yeah. okay? It's yeah. Love <laughs> and that. It's really old and fragile, but yeah. <laughs> okay. With the cat. How far has she traveled so far? She flew from Canada to Tulum with the cat, which I think it's like a four or five hour flight, oh, and nice. from Tulum to Portugal. So I'm not sure of the route they took. Okay. But. What a legend. Dedication to a cat. We love that around here. Don't mess mm. with the cats. 
All right, yeah. girl. So, hey, Jesse, a little bit about you. So, if women are feeling as though they need help opening up, tapping into their feminine, um, whatever their personal case and story is, and she definitely, Jesse, embodies the feminine energy. She walks around doing her yoga in her bikini and doing her affirmations, looking sexy and calm with a baby <laughs> hanging off her. So, go check her out on TikTok. If they want to come to you, when is your next get together or course or coach? How does it work? Yes, beautiful. So reconnect with your inner goddess around three. So I did one round when I was pregnant. The second round was like so much evolved and better. And it was, it just ended, I think last week. And round three starts June 28th on a new moon. So it's the new moon on June at the end of this month, because a new moon is like a blank slate. It's the perfect time to utilize lunar energy to like set center intentions. You're planting the seeds of intentions of what you want to see grow or fruitful or yes. Okay. June 28th is a new moon and that's when Jesse's going to launch. Um, yes. Group, um, reconnect with, reconnect with your inner goddess. Reconnect with your inner goddess. But do we call it a group or is it a weekly daily coaching? Is it a weekly coaching program? Uh, it's a group online coaching container. So it's a 10 week journey where I, journey. So, so right now we're co-creating the group. I have two support goddesses that are helping me making this happen. As a new mom, you asked me how motherhood was and it is very challenging. It's just as blissful as challenging. You know, you hit both mm -hmm. ends of the spectrum multiple times a day. Mm -hmm. And um, and on top of that, working is yeah. definitely choosing. It's choosing what to do with my free time pretty much. So when baby mm -hmm. sleeps, I choose to be in service and to be there for oh. women. And it makes me feel better. It makes me feel world great. Like we're changing, yeah, we're changing the world one conversation at a time, right? Uh Absolutely. So guys, I know Jesse's baby is waiting for her. Jesse, pleasure having you here. We're going to drop all of Jesse's links. Guys, if you are on TikTok, follow her content. I like it. Follow her on Instagram and reach out to Jesse um, if you're interested in this. Jesse, pleasure coming on the show. And I loved how we could talk different perspectives and bring it all back to respect and yes. just connect with us. So Jesse, yes. we'll speak to you later and um, we'll drop all the links below. Amazing. So much love to you. Bye, everybody. Thank you for being Bye. there, for listening. We love you.